I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. And hello, welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host, Shane W. Brennan, and joined as always by my amazing colleague, friend, and confidant. How are you, Aaron? Oh, that's a lovely introduction, Shane. I am good. How are you getting on? Sure, aren't it great? Isn't it pissing rain outside? Absolutely belting out there. Inside recording the podcast but you know there's something lovely about it being absolutely lashing when you when you know for a hundred percent fact you don't need to go out in it you could just be in this wherever you are for 24 hours and it could it could lash rain and you'd be absolutely fine i love yeah. that i love well it's obviously easy for you living in mayo yeah yeah because we can't we can't so, like you have to wanted. have that like you you can <laughs> pretend like this is yeah. some great positive fucking mental attitude that you have but in fact you just have to feel like that if you live in the west of ireland yeah because even if it was sunny you couldn't go anywhere no roads no, no have, the, the roads, roads aren't built for it we don't the roads aren't built for it it's like in the states the way they don't drive in rain you can't drive when it's not raining because it's like the roads too dry aren't built, and it destroys your tires the roads aren't built full stop not that they're not built for it Fucking country politicians pocketed millions over the years huh? to get the roads no, built, don't, huh? Don't get it started. Don't get Finally, it. a bypass on that village. Don't get Finally, it don't and no get one it wants to use it. The old, ro- the new roads destroying the town. <laughs> Town's dead. Town's dead. That's that new road. I Town's told you we shouldn't have voted for him. I'm gone. No, one, yeah, no. They don't know. All the they kids are know. gone. Sure, you don't know, huh? Jesus. Can't even get my fella to go on the farm. Cheers. Huh? Um. Yeah. So this. Uh, this is. Uh, a free gaff free episode gaff. to anyone who hasn't realised where we do not have a guest. We love our guests. Um, we do love. We our do guests. love our guests. We but love you can tell guests. tonally it's kind of different. Um, yeah, about kind of the shit we talk because uh, yeah. me and Aaron obviously talk to each other most moments of most days. So you just get an insight into our shorthand. <laughs> I say, as humans, Shane, we talk to each other more than we talk to any other person on this planet. You, you mean to to each other, yeah. As opposed to any other human talks to any oh, other person. Oh no no person. no no no! Just just in my personal world, in your personal world, we we're probably yeah volume yeah, of time prob- and words. It's a problem. It's a problem. Um, I'd say though, if you add up your entire childhood over our lifetime, it's still we haven't. I still have. You haven't cracked a sibling yet, but as adults, yes. Yeah, see, we're we're getting close. <laughs> every day no, yeah. every- see Saturday and Sunday we, we don't talk to each other here I had a thought here right we'll start the podcast on this interesting thought um, and we're starting now <laughs> no no we started and this is for the the, the, the the listeners and viewers as well so I was pouring myself a bowl of cereal this morning right oh here we go I love I love when you Corn- start a story like this you don't know where it's going to go I love it cornflakes no no it's just it's a thought exercise cornflakes yeah pour myself bore c- Kellogg's corn- obviously corn- you're, you're, you're going main brand Kellogg's yeah get the fuck out what am I that. made of money cost of living what are you talking about ah, Lidl's out. finest get out anyway, Har- harvest look, morn look whatever harvest it's called, moon whatever it's called <laughs> morn <laughs> anyway um, uh, yeah so pour it and I was like weighing out how much I was pouring. Because you know the way you can pour yourself a bowl of cereal and it's like, right? And I was like, do you know what? They say a serving's 30 grams. I'm going to pour something that I see feels reasonable and I want to see how more than a serving it is. So it ended up being 70 grams. So pretty much just over a double serving. I'm okay with that. Bowl still wasn't spilling over. And then I just poured the old lactose-free milk in on top of it. Now, here's the thought, the question. 
there was 70 grams of cornflakes and 230 grams of lactose milk. At what stage am I eating a bowl of milk with cornflakes as opposed to eating cornflakes with a bowl of milk? Because we say you're having cereal and you put milk on it, but from a ratio, it's three to one milk to cereal. I'm eating milk and there happens to be cereal. I, I, think, I think that comes down to before you start eating and you've just prepared the bowl, if your milk level is the top surface, then you're eating way no, too much. No you're, no, you're misunderstanding. You don't understand the thought exercise. What I'm saying is, it is a bowl of milk with cereal based on the ratios. Mm-hmm. But society has told us otherwise. That's what I'm saying. That is a fact. <laughs> there is more milk in the bowl than cereal. So why don't we call it a bowl of milk with cereal instead of a bowl of cereal with that's milk? Weird as that's weird That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's weird as fuck. He gets it now. Okay. I'm not saying, am I having too much milk? I'm not. I had the perfect amount of milk. But either way, if I'd have put 70 grams of milk in and 70 grams of cereal, jeez, I would have been dry. It would have cut my throat. Like, the cereal would have been unedible. I would have died. I wouldn't be here. I think some people eat their cereal without milk. I think that's the thing. Now, yeah, there's crazy people everywhere. No, but but like people that you wouldn't think would be crazy that like, you know, is people... this your way of saying you or someone you know does this? No, it's just it's, it's I've heard it's a thing. Now, sugar cereal. OK, I can see that. Then it's like a snack, but like a normal, a normal cereal like cornflakes. My Harvest mm. Moon, Lidl shout out. Cornflakes. This podcast is sponsored by Lidl cereal. If only, mate. If only. I'll just take a lifetime. You get a call out every episode. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe they do. But I just like, our, you know, our, our cereal brands maybe missing a trick here. You know, you know. Just I, saying. I think I think they have a fairly licked Shane. I think <laughs> I think nah, I think Mr. Kellogg has got it cracked. God bless him. Yeah, I'd say cereal cereal is declining though. Cereal brand, I'd say purchasing's declining. You know, I feel like I eat way less cereal. Remember Cocoa Pops. What's your favorite cereal? Cocoa Pops. Come on, yeah. Cocoa Pops. I I only have like a bowl once every two months, just for like a treat. Um, I've only started back on cereal on cornflakes recently. It was brown flakes and cornflakes one because it feels reasonable, and two because I discovered lactose-free milk and I'm lactose intolerant, and I'm like, oh, I get cereal back. If I was having, if I was actually going, oh, I'm actually having breakfast because I don't eat breakfast. But if I was having breakfast, then it's going to be cereal, straight for the cornflakes. There it is, yeah. right That's to safe. be. But if you're like a little treat in the evening, like a Brinner type treat, oh, then you get Brinner, then you get a little little bit of cocoa pops there now. Get get a little but bit. But that's of a dessert. Cocoa Pops it, it, is no, a dessert. I'd put it in. No, it wouldn't be dessert. It'd be wouldn't put it in dessert category. It'd be in snack category, snack treat category. But also, you you want a bit of a filling up from it. So it's kind of like, say, if you're like really hungry around four o'clock, that you know you're going to be having dinner at half six, half uh, seven o'clock. But you need something to get you going. But you don't want to be eating chocolate. Bit of Cocoa Pops, perfect. How are you getting on? Or it's dinner time. You're, you're, you're not really hungry. Huh? Do you have Cocoa Pops in your house all your all the time? Yeah. <laughs> but you don't eat cereal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's, there's, That's there's, weird. There's, there's, a bo- there's a box in there uh, that isn't open, so I know it's going to be fresh when I do want that little that little tasty treat of cocoa pops. And my uh, my mother in law, she uh, is a religious cornflake eater in the morning, so we always have a fresh mm-hmm. box there. So that's why we have those two in the traps ready to go. Uh, and there's also wheat picks knocking around right. there, and then porridge that no one eats. 
No, you get an ocean every quarter. You're porridge gonna, you're, that no one eats. You're going to get healthy, and yeah, I sure we use the porridge. Porridge for me is a win. It's a winter thing. Is it? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. For, Warm for porridge, winter. Bit of maple, bit of cinnamon, maybe a bit of granola sprinkled on top. Yeah, you kind of need it. it. It almost feels like we're teeing up to a pure breakfast. No, we're not. Though. Listeners, <laughs> like, yeah, listeners and, uh, and watchers, this is yeah. just so shooting you, the shit. Being led down the garden path, if that's what you're hoping for. Um, a little, a little bit of housekeeping. A little bit of a shout out here. I want to shout out to uh, friends of foe, <clears throat> friends of the podcast, uh, the Luna director duo, good friends of us, Luke Ooh. Daly and. Nathan Fagan for winning um, an EDA last night for best uh, short film drama for um, Skin to Skin. Well done, lads. Something they worked on for a while. So. Very, very talented yep. uh, duo. Yeah. We've had the pleasure of collaborating with uh, Luna, uh, Luke and Nathan on a couple yep. of our projects, mainly Liberty Camogie Made Me uh, series. They were the they were behind the camera on that. So fair play, lads. Yeah, no, no, and it's a really cool piece that they they deserved. They deserve the award on, so I just wanted to give them a shout out on, you know. Yeah. Um, and then so to the actual episode. Well, we're technically in the episode, are we? Uh, I guess to the ads. To the ads. To the ads that we love. Get down to business. Um, people are shouting. Give us the ads, lads. Enough of your jib jab. Nah, people want the jib jab. Um, but yeah, so uh, free gaff this week. No topic, just wanted to pull together <coughs> ads that we like and love. Sorry, love, yeah. like, yeah. off-brand there, Shane. Um, ads that we love that we think are worth discussing. So, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. You go the, first. What you got? What you got? Better taste, be good. We should introduce an element room. that when there's a free gaff, one of us can say, no, that's not good enough. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> have a meter, that TV have a show, room, room 33 or something, or the Graham Norton Room 101. No, <laughs> yeah, veto. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be funny. Um, uh, yeah, so I have a bit of tasty out of home first today. Uh, I saw this right. during the week. Uh, I believe it's been out for a month or two at different different uh, sources, but I saw the the bit behind the scenes on it, and I thought it was fascinating. Basically, it's one campaign. But it was two briefs sent to two agencies in two mm-hmm. countries. So this is an out-of-home campaign for... I'll give a little bit of context first. It's for the BBC show called This Is Going To Hurt. So that's mm-hmm. uh, by Adam Kay. So Adam Kay is a writer, comedian and writer. But, uh, and he has uh, his memoirs, This Is Going To Hurt. So it's been turned into a, a series. But he actually was a real-life junior doctor in the NHS. So it's actually based on... His experiences and 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 all that kind of crack and your man who plays Q in uh, the the recent iterations of Bond mm-hmm. is is the main character and there's a big big hype around around the yeah, show. Seen the trailer? Yeah, so it's big. I haven't seen uh, haven't seen it yet, but but essentially they've uh, BBC uh, there's there's briefs uh, to BBC Creative uh, for launching the show when they launch it, and then also when it's launched on Canal Plus in France to uh, agency in France to promote it there and both of them have uh, out of home campaigns for as their main the main vehicle for, for promoting it so I just thought both of them were really cool uh, and it was kind of a cool concept to see where both agencies landed on the same brief mm-hmm. so the first one we're going to look at is the BBC Creative Okay. so if we see that there that is a billboard that's made up entirely of working pagers pagers obviously being a big thing in uh, doctors paging doctor Dr. K. Still? 
Uh, no, but but uh, it's synonymous. Pagers are synonymous with uh, the wire and doctors. <laughs> so wire. Uh, <laughs> drug dealers and <laughs> legal drug dealers. <laughs> so yeah, drug dealers, illegal and legal. Um, so yeah. yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. So we also have it. There's a, a small video as well to actually show them in action and uh, just lighting up do, and do you want to talk over it there's, there's no talking in it so yeah. do you want to just talk over it i'll, I'll play it up here. so it's uh, it's uh work the pagers as you can see are actually working pagers uh and programmed to uh obviously grab attention but i thought that was that was pretty cool using something that's very synonymous with doctors maybe more 90s eeyore george is, is the show based in the 90s early noughties i actually don't is know that, I, will I, there I, be I, teasers I, in it i don't know that actually i i, I okay. have no idea um, but if it is, that it makes it even more relevant. But uh, even yeah. without that, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, and then, but for me, I actually prefer the French version. I think it's more classic and understated. So if we bring uh, that up here. Yeah, I prefer that. <laughs> I, I only get it with the second bit of coffee, obviously. Yes. But it's, I like that. That's really, that's, that's great. That is genius uh, in my mind. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, apparently there's a lot of medical related dramas uh, on french tv so um this is by right. uh, betc paris uh, who did this one and i just think you know that the that whole thing about simplicity and all that in advertising and mm -hmm. especially out of home it's you got to get it quick um i just think it just just marries perfectly with what they're actually uh what they're actually promoting and the fact that the show was written by the real doctor just it just is, yeah. I think it's 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 a really beautiful piece uh, of work. What I think is really interesting about it is it's so it's, it's 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 great. It's probably it's probably more appreciated by us in advertising than real people, if I'm honest, um, because uh, I just think it's it's hard to digest. I actually had seen this ad oh. on my LinkedIn feed during the week, and I. I didn't I just looked at it at a glance I wasn't even looking into it someone had shared it or something and I was like that's interesting I was like I've seen that trailer I don't know I don't know why that's written like that I didn't read the second bit of copy because mm. I just it was going through my feed and I was like hmm. I was like it's nice and I was like but I don't get it and then looking at it like actually looking at it and being like oh that's brilliant yeah so I think for us <clears throat> in the industry it's brilliant but I think it'd be easy to drive past that and not know you yeah, I mean? for sure. Uh, there's there's a lot of um. I think that that's a, probably a mock up, or we're, we're looking at there. But there's other versions where it's an actual photo of it on a on like a train station platform where you're going to be mm. waiting around where you can actually properly digest it. But for me, it's like, it's a perfect fusion of of art direction and copywriting. I think yeah, I think it's brilliant together so well. And I would imagine like if it was on something like like a prescription pad or something, you know, like where you're used yeah. to seeing their handwriting, then I probably would have digested it much quicker. Yeah. Um, but it's it's class. It's genius. Like whoever, like the copywriter, that's genius. I, I, they are a very, very smart person. Yeah. And I think that's gorgeous. It's so simple. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I love. I love when you find an ad, uh, a really lovely ad and, and campaign that's it's not video based, and that you, you come across one mm -hmm. that is just beautiful art for art and copy mixed, mixed together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Copy, yeah. It's a uh, it's quite refreshing. I find, um, and I, I that's why I wanted to bring this one to the table. I, I think we were talking about this with radio as well today, which is there's such less produ production obstacles. Mm. And I think one, a younger copywriter 
can be given free reign to try something and it doesn't really cost anyone anything. Um, and I think that's when you can get, when, when they hit gold then, when they're kind of, you know what I mean, untethered and they have an idea and they can mock it up themselves and they know how to bring it to life. Then you see something like this. And it's like, this is the space where you see that emerging talent a bit, like the, the emerging ideas easier. It's like, I remember when, um, kind of DSLR cameras were getting really big in like 2009, 2008. And I remember there was a documentary, I think it was well not, a kind of behind the scenes done by Canon. Or was it, who was it done by? I remember Canon and Nikon were involved obviously because um, they make DSLRs. And they had the head of production studios in LA and they were showing them the quality of the cameras. Cause you know, there's film versus digital, 2008, mm. 2009, a huge thing. I remember there was one camera that I think Nikon had that you could shoot in moonlight. Right, wow. you could actually shoot and see something, and I forget the name. I should know the name. I did at the time, and I remember a head of a studio who was an older man was like, "This is amazing." So now I could take a chance on someone, and I don't need to pay for lights. So in his head, instantly, it was it was the financial obstruction to mm. trusting someone, and I think that's where you see really get great like un uninterrupted creative is in these spaces because it's just a pen and a pad and it's just drawn it up and it's designed not just but there's less bodies involved but you but I you know what to, to about, about with, with that ad it's not just a case of going for it which you know it is but there's it's such a, a concept you already get it you don't mm-hmm. that there's confidence behind that creative yeah, 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 yeah. a massive amount uh, and, and that's what you kind of that's what I kind of respect as well as like, yeah, fair play and it's very yeah. very Parisian confidence going yeah you ought to get it you don't <laughs> do, do you know yeah. what I mean uh, I but also what that. I what I think is it was just to even marry that concept of the confidence of, of the creative there doctors would be perceived as confident you know what I mean they're mm. very because they have to make decisions under pressure and it's like fucking everyone looks to you in the room if someone dies of a heart attack in a fucking crow park they shout is there a doctor so like you're the you're the last stitch so they're seen as confident and I know they do their they write the way they do for a reason but it's also seen as very fucking arrogant. It can be perceived as like, ah, oh, fuck, get that. Like, I don't if have you were time to, to write, <laughs> write Exactly. This. If you were to hand me something and I was to sign, write like that, you'd be like, ah, come on. What are you doing? I'm meant to read this. I have to read this to like save my life with medicine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a, you seeing me is only a start of the, the healing process. <laughs> yeah. So I think what's cool about that is it's kind of the confidence of the, the doctor as well. You know what I mean? Or even that phrase, this is going to hurt, is a kind of also a kind of parallel of a doctor being able to go, this is going to hurt. <laughs> it is. Like I, remember it when is. I, <laughs> I remember when I was sick and I was in hospital and I asked, uh, they had to put a, a needle in my side. And I remember going to the doctor being like, uh, it's like, what are we talking like pain? And he was like, well, it's going to hurt way worse if I don't do it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> You sold me. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. It's cool to see the the two executions and the difference of it. Yeah, I'd like to see the show now. I'd be really curious if if it's set when pages are used, like in the early nineties, late nineties. Then the other one has more power. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, really cool. Seriously, yeah, really cool. that bad boy. Yeah, definitely. And is it is it Canal Plus or Chanel Plus? I always call it Canal Plus. Yeah, but I don't think you're a good you're a good gauge. No, I still have an orange cargo, so 
I wouldn't come to me for correct pronunciations of, of there's a podcast series I'd watch <laughs> me just pronouncing places around the world what did I hear on the radio today the word for a cheese expert it's a churroologist wow mm. so yeah. I'm a churroologist but you still have to make that podcast chalk and cheese and I put you on blast a couple of months ago and oh, you haven't fucking made it it's in the works something special is mm. coming something special just do it on your phone mate stop putting it in the works just do something it something special something special is on the way okay my turn alright so on the lever, uh, ready to go <laughs> Um, yeah, so this ad, uh, it's from a brand, I don't think we've actually talked about, oh, we have talked, no, we haven't talked about, um, surprisingly, considering who they are, it's from Paddy Power, um, I don't think we've actually done a Paddy Power ad. Uh, they're very safe with their advertising, they don't really like to ruffle feathers, so. And this is, this is actually a thing, that you, you land on a point I was actually going to bring up with why potentially we haven't. It's because I think you expect so much from them that if something's not like fucking insanely shocking, it's it's a it could still be a really really great ad, <laughs> but you're like, oh okay, you know what I mean? Because you expect greatness from them. I just think that's such it's such a weird space to be in. You don't ex- I don't expect that from anyone else. I don't expect any other brand to be funny, be relevant, like current. Like I don't I don't expect that from any brand, but I expect it from them. Yeah, which I just think is really interesting. Um, and talk just about, tough like, to 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 live up to follow to keep following up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember we talked about they, the... they like go outrageous with it. It's not like trying to be funny all the time. It's how do we step up the yeah. ante that gets outrage as much as we use you know because their whole thing was outrage at the start. You know they were the Ryanair kind of but of of that of stunts. You know. But we talked about your man um, who got the job with the billboard ad, remember in Dublin, mm-hmm. talking about emigrating, and he ended up being their head of mischief. We did talk about his ad with his phone number on it. Um, but anyway, this ad is class. And this ad, I was just thinking about Irish ads, and I was like, I like this ad when it, or I love this ad when it came out. And just when we had a free gaff to talk, but it just never fit into a, um, a category for us. So I was like, oh, I gotta fucking talk about this one. Um, my ad is their 2020 the 2020 uh cheltenham ad came out in february right before obviously the world fucking fell apart um <laughs> this is the cheltenham that everyone was like oh did you come back from yeah I, I know some people who went to that cheltenham. <laughs> um, <Oy>. right <laughs> so let's let's lash it up look we need to have a chat neighbor to neighbor This is for laughing at the way we say turkey tree. And you can't even say Siobhan for claiming Saoirse and Katie and Niall as your own. For ordering a black and tan in front of us without blinking. And claiming your grandfather was from Clare. He was a landlord. For serving baked beans with a fry. For ruining words like banter. Now stop before your room crack. For it's coming home. Lads, not everything can come home. For geo-blocking the iPlayer. And for dragging us into your messy divorce. For leaving us in the worst parts of your airports. And for chasing out the first royals that were ever any fun. And for not caring as much as we do about Ireland versus England. Every year we get one chance. Our horses winning big on your turf. (laughs) 
When I was thinking of this, it was up to Cheltenham this year. I saw this ad again. And I saw it. And I was like, have they updated the end? The signs? So the signs in this one are uh, Angela thinks I'm at work or Angela thinks I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Big beans don't belong in a fry. The boom That's is still back. there. But hold on. What's the one? Boom is back. Which is outrageous right before the fucking world's economy fell apart. Um... Uh, boom's back and there's another one Angela thinks I'm at work Boom is back ah fuck you but anyway there's another one so then in the 2022 one what they have is where are you don't even sorry bear with me one second trying to get the fucking screenshot here Rachel is Irish don't even think about it as in Rachel yeah brilliant Rachel is Irish, don't even think about it. That's the one I copped. I was like, surely. And then I was trying to think, how was this the original one? And then Knighthood Lol, which I assume is potentially about Rachel again. Question mark Lol. And then Potato Jokes Are Lazy is what they've updated it to. So they've updated three of the signs. Beans don't belong in a fry is still there. Well, that's a, it's a very relevant point. I think it should stay there for many years to come. I don't mind if they do it as long as they keep it in a little cup. A little ramekin off to the side. Off my plate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, sorry, back to this. So, really, this is um, this is made by the public house. Um, really good, like, really good copy, really good production. Just funny. It hits the right tone. It hits, like, um... When Paddy Power goes away from that outrageousness, but hits like a mainstream tone that's still very funny, yeah, and very relevant and current. Keeps the DNA um, of the brand. Keeps the DNA of the brand alive, which is a hard yeah. DNA to fucking to lock down. You know what I mean? Because they do do so many activations all the time. Yeah. So it's like herding cats. <laughs> yeah. So to be able to kind of produce something so solid that could be reused again in two years. Like, that's still very relevant. And I don't think this piece of copy would ever not be relevant, if I'm honest, apart from some of his references. Um, so I just think, yeah, the copywriting is really good. Production is really good. Casting is really good. And it just made... I remember when I saw it first, I laughed and watched it like two or three times. Did you notice Paddy Power actually in the ad himself? Sure. sure. Why what is he, he in a chip van? Why do you miss the chant? Why do you miss the chant? I'd love to know that. I'd love to know why he's... He's holding a burger at one stage. Save money on an extra. Save money on that. In fairness. He's, he's, nah, he's, he's usually in a lot of fairness. He loves the crack, doesn't he? He seems to be he in does, all the he, stuff. He does He does absolutely love the crack. Um, I have to say that... Uh, Peaky Blinders, Killian Murphy look alike. Looks like him. It's brilliant. It's like, yeah. It literally yeah. made me do a double take for a second. Yeah, uh, the features are like bang on point of fairness. And I'm happy that they got Colomini and it's not Ruby. Like this easily could have been Ruby walking through the field. And Ruby's not actually in the ad. Yeah, um, it, but it is an ad that needs a good performance. But that's what I mean. Like it easily could have been Oh, we have a contract with Ruby. We put him in it, but like, Colin just brings it up. What's What's your favorite line in it? 
Oh, Jesus. Um, well, I, I, I'll start off with my one because the, when he said geoblock and the iPlayer. That I is pretty good, actually. That's, but that's just a, genius. Because that's so Irish specific and such a peeve point for most people. If they miss any show on BBC and haven't got it recorded, there's no chance of watching it. I think my, it's absolutely brilliant. My one is... I actually have a bone to pick with one of them. My one is actually uh, ruin banter and don't ruin... You're going to ruin the crack. And I remember that that's over like years now of seeing reality TV shows where Brits are starting to use the term the crack. Mm. I like um, Geordie Shore using it up in Newcastle, really using it. And I remember when I moved to England first and I said it was good crack to someone. They had a fucking breeze when I was saying. <laughs> and they're seeing that introduced and the fact that that's referenced. I'm like, yeah, they use that term now. Yeah. So don't ruin it. Don't ruin the ground. Um, the other, what was the one that... Uh, oh, yeah. A pint of special, as me and you would call it, but it's called Black and Tan. No, I have a... I have a you're wrong uh, on this, because you've said this a few times before. But I was corrected on this by a Dublin barman. That's where I got... I always call it a pint of special. And then I ordered a pint of special and explained to him what it was. And he goes, that's a Black and Tan. And I was like, hmm. So and I was with an English friend... And I was like, I don't want to get into talking about black and tan. <laughs> so for, for people who are wondering, what the fuck is a black and tan versus a special? So uh, a pint special, it's it's a, a very popular way of ordering a pint of Smidix, uh, especially in the country where, and it's great for Even though me and you have had to show people in the country how to do it. That was in a hotel. So uh, it's, it's a, we order, basically for most bars in the country, if you go and say, I'll have a pint of special, Mm-hmm. Uh, you will get a pint of Smittix but then they will top it up with the cream of the Guinness they'll do the forward push on the Guinness tap so you have a nice kind of creamy head yep. but it's a lighter uh, ale and it's, re- it's really nice great for a day, day two, two on the session stagger day two wedding, session. it's, it's yeah. great for that and, and it's, even on a hot day where you don't want to have a heavy drink it works in those scenarios too in Kilkenny no. they call it they call it something else because I was ordering special for Smittix no yeah but they call it a pint of it's not Dave but it's like a name or something or mm. Pint of Dan Pint of Dan that's what it is because after two or three pints he goes you know we call that Pints of Dan here so like fair enough Pint of Dan it is okay um, fair enough but a black and tan is yeah. uh, literally a half pint of Smithix and a half pint of Guinness in one glass okay so your man the barman then just confused me because I was like no no just give it a Guinness head and he was like oh that's a black and tan so he obviously just didn't know what a special was no no, special is, special is tap of the head. Have you ever had a black and tan? No. Does that have a Guinness? Is it finished? It's obviously finished with Guinness. I have no idea. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go near Because you that. wouldn't finish. Imagine having a Guinness like half perfect and then finishing it with sticks. <laughs> Could just be a big hole yeah. in the fucking top of it. No, good luck. Pints of special, pints of Guinness. Leave it at that. That's enough. That's enough choice. A Dan. A Pint Dan. Dan Kilkenny. to Dan. Oh, um, Smittix is yeah. there, so... But anyway, sorry, back to this, we, we, we digress. But um, the, yeah, I just think copywriting is really good in this. It's really simple, it's really well done, and it just lands home. And it does kind of, I like, obviously there's a big, there's a big rivalry between um, Ireland and England in Cheltenham. And there always has been the paper, people who read the papers, people who follow Cheltenham know it, and you, they talk about, you know, they score it during the week, Ireland v England, yada, yada, yada. But I think it's something that, doesn't spill too much out of um like people understand that at Cheltenham the fucking the horses are running 
and they might have a flutter in their office. But the England-Ireland thing, I don't think, is as amped up as it is in other sports, unless you know it. So I think what was cool about this, it was kind of like a video, like an anthem, to kind of get Irish people excited that, hold on, Cheltenham's not just you picking your favourite horse here. We get to go there, and most of the time, we get to win. So I think um, teeing it up as a national... Ireland v England thing for more of a mass media approach because as I said that's it's known like I've known for years it's talked about in the press it's referenced in the radio but I don't think a lot of people understood how it actually works but he says it perfect for us to go and win on your soil and I was like oh yeah 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 that that land with people a bit better because I just people don't I don't don't think they they understood it it's the, um, that's the classic trope for like team sports if if you know you're playing at home and someone is beating you at half time that's backyard. the line at half time yeah. you're not going to let them come in our backyard and piss in yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just think it was really good it was really well done to communicate that kind of national pride and to get a bit of a fucking oomph going over Cheltenham especially in the face of a pandemic yeah they, they do use a style at the end which uh, I'm, uh, I probably have you blue in the face uh, but I love this style when it's used right I think it's done really nicely here is dramatic classical music mix with slow-mo I do love, love that. that I do love yeah. that I think I think it could be really cool and I think it's done really nicely there um, it is it's done it's done nicely in this yeah yeah. yeah. so tip nice. of the hat well done podcast yeah great, no, great really 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 cool piece um, and I know they updated this piece of copy but uh, looking forward to seeing what more comes out of this yeah, you know absolutely. I, mean? I just think it's really cool now that sporting events are back on and shit is happening again. And things feel normal. You know what I mean? It feels like you can properly go to a stadium, not have to wear a mask and not feel terrible. Yeah. You know? Um, or worry about who you're going to kill when you get home. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> um, I think that's cool. I think Paddy Power should hopefully come out with some really, really awesome stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, for me now, any other business from you? That's that's it for me. No, it's just great to, great to stretch the legs on a free gaff Friday. Free gaff Friday um yeah so uh, we'll leave it there thanks everyone for listening and or watching um as always you can support us by giving us a thumbs up or a like or subscribe or whatever the hell platform you're on much appreciated um and you can i have finally updated the archives on the website <laughs> so every single episode all what episode is this this is 66 five so all 65 episodes including two Super Bowl episodes, so 67 episodes are up on the website now. Yeah. slash podcast. So if you finish Netflix, you know you know what streaming yeah. platform to go yeah, on Yeah, you next. finish Netflix and you want to melt your fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we will leave it there. Thanks very much, everyone. Appreciate it, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.